Thank you so much for downloading this edition of Hashtags and Headlines here on the Vleeties feed. Uh, you may have noticed that I've uh, Gino and I are now the wrestling journalist. That is also available for download right now. But if you're listening to Hashtags and Headlines, I'm assuming you like when Geezy and I get together, shoot the shit, talk some shop, talk football, talk current events. And we do that. However, I wanted to record just to preface. Uh, some of the audio is a little weird. I know that when I use uh, my recording software, it's been kind of messing with some of the settings. So I think that's why sometimes I come in and everything works. And then other times I come in and stuff doesn't work. So I think I have that problem solved. But of course, I solved that after Geese and I talked for over an hour. So there might be some audio issues throughout, but please bear with us. I appreciate you listening to this. Uh, I did have a, uh, a new son. A new son was born. So that's a huge life event for me. And uh, we are going to be doing uh, hashtags and headlines, hashtags and headlines regularly scheduled. And my plan is to put some more content on here, uh, not just, you know, on, on Tuesdays and Wednesdays with Geezy and Gino, but I want to do some more stuff on my own as well. So stay tuned to the feed for that. And uh, there's always subscribestar.com slash ladies for all, a lot of the archives. And uh, yeah, let's do some big things in the future. But we got plenty to talk about, Zach, because we're back. Hashtags and headlines. You and me. It's Vleeties and Geezy. We're back. Uh, we're live on Trovo.live slash Vleeties. Uh, it's been two weeks since you and I had chatted. Uh, three weeks even, right? Didn't we have something else come up? It's been a minute since you and I have, have congregated, right? I think it was two. The week before was my youngest daughter's birthday. So we had two birthdays in a row. Two, Yeah, see, two birthdays in a row really threw off the whole feng shui of this entire operation. Yeah, so you had a birthday Malachi party. Black says, V ladies, we don't need you crying like Derek Carr. Okay, and no Gino tonight sounds good. There's going to be so much <laughs> Gino after this. Like, I'm even so excited for like a new idea that I have with Gino. Like, that's like it hit me like a bolt of lightning. Like, oh my gosh, why have I have not? Why have I not been doing this with Gino? For, so, for those who don't know, like I do two uh, two podcasts here on the the Vleeties podcast feed, hashtags and headlines, which is me and Geezy, and then I have just the Vleeties show, which I think I'm going to rebrand. I think I'm changing it again because I'm a wrestling journalist, Geezy, and I talk wrestling with my friend Gino, and sometimes he says, "I don't know. We're going to see what they do." I don't want him to see what they do anymore. What we need to do is start <laughs> giving our opinions, and we're wrestling journalists, so I might just change it to the wrestling journalist because th that's us. I think that's the douchiest term ever when someone calls themselves a wrestling journalist. Like this is a fake sport and like a, just a dramatic TV show. Like nobody who watches Yellowstone calls themselves a Yellowstone journalist, but I am a Yellowstone journalist, and now I'm a wrestling journalist. Easy. How does that sound? That sounds good. I like the irony. And Gino, yeah, that it works with Gino too because Gino isn't an analyst. He's just, uh, just, well, I don't know. Let's watch it and see. Yeah, let's see how he does because uh -huh. I'm excited to. What do you think is going to happen in the market, Gino? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Like, yeah, I. I What's going to happen with your weight, Gino? I don't know. I know. I don't know. Gino's been working out shirtless, all right? There's a great video on Gino's oh, drive through. Go it. on YouTube. It's fantastic. <laughs> But enough about him. He's got his own show. I might even change it to the Gino show. Like, that's that wrestling show is going to be. But you and me, we get together for hashtags and headlines, and you alluded to it. Uh, yes, new father, baby boy. Uh, my, my wait, 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 wait. <laughs> new father? It's your well, second child. Okay, wait. How do you say that then? Do you say, like, I'm double dipping into fatherhood. I'm a two-time <laughs> father. Uh, I've been awarded a child twice. Like, how do you? How do yeah. you? Yeah, I'm a new father I'm again. I'm a two-time MVP. Yeah, I'm a two-time dad. And uh, Jason was born a very successful birth. God is so good. I, I hear about all these traumatic births and all these uh, really labor-intensive pregnancies. 
this seemed like it went so well. I mean, it really was like, I didn't have to birth the child, so I can't speak for, for Linda, but, but she did a great job and and the baby came out really easily on my end. So, so I'm really glad everything went super smoothly. And, you know, so, and I knew this time too, and Kevin was in my ear saying the same exact thing. Like, so you've had two kids. How long did you have to stay in the hospital for both kids? Uh, the first one, like 24 hours, the second one a week. Oh, see, like, so how did you get away with 24 hours? Because my first when when Ralph was born, I think he was born on a Wednesday and we didn't leave until Saturday. Like we were there for a minute and really, yeah. How did you get away with a 24 hour stay? It was Arizona. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it is. It was just Dude, in Utah, Arizona was like, yeah, stay here for 24 hours. Make sure you're okay. I remember having the car seat in my car the next day going home this one we had to take a fucking class before we left the hospital in utah you well of like how to do baby cpr and how to do fucking if your baby's choking what do you do but even in so when ralph was born we did all those classes we went to like med city dallas and uh just did like there were free classes i think through our insurance that like all the other new parents were there and we're all in these classes and yeah but i wasn't a new parent well, <laughs> I was going to say, like, for, for baby Jay, we did none of that. We didn't do any classes. Like, we have Ralph. It seems to have gone well. So we didn't do we didn't double dip in any of those courses. And we were ready to leave that hospital. That, like, I know I was the next Hours day. Hours later. Wednesday, because he was born at 4 p.m. So I got staying there one night. And I didn't have to stay there either because Linda was like, take Ralph home. Uh, you guys can just stay at home. It's much easier. And I was like, thank God. The next day, Ralphie went to school, which was great. Uh, shout nice. out to my mom for picking him up at 2 p.m. Why? Like I, I, <laughs> I even told her like, don't bring him to the hospital. He's not gonna have anything to do. And yeah, he was he's miserable just sitting there on the the gross hospital floor playing with Legos. Because <laughs> like, why? She's like, well, he doesn't nap at school, so I thought I'd pick him up during nap time. But when they all wake up, they go play outside and like have fun. Like he's coming to the hospital to do nothing with us. Like we're just gonna wait around for the baby J to be able to go home. We're waiting for. Well, I mean, he's doing as much as you were, please. Come on. Yeah, but I'm. I have a little more invested in the entire situation. <laughs> yeah, I'm paying for this. Yeah, with thing. my wife and with my new. And I meant the hospital, not the kid. I'm sorry, Linda. I yeah. didn't mean that. I meant the stay. <laughs> so like the whole stay, <laughs> there was really just nothing for us to do other than you know we're waiting for Linda to get better. She just birthed a human, so usually that's pretty traumatic on a female body and yeah we're and the baby was gonna go like they did a 24-hour checkup then i'm thinking all right we're out of here and i even got home i didn't watch dynamite but last wednesday i did do the whole effing show with kevin i did watch the first hour of dynamite like afterwards Please, you don't watch dynamite even if you're not having a kid what i do the fuck you i love about? dynamite it's my favorite <laughs> rampage is the worst i tried to watch the friday show and it was awful but wednesday dynamite's fantastic and yeah, come Thursday, Linda called me. Hey, we're ready to go. I was like, yes, like 11 a.m. Take you home from the hospital the way it should be. We don't need to be there that long. They really just want you there. And, and if Linda wanted to stay longer, that's fine. But even I was telling her, let's just. Malachi Black says, "Vlades, you are not the MVP of this birth. Stop it." I crushed it. <laughs> Nathan's right. I crushed it. I am the MVP. I'm the Montel Vontavious Porter of this of this birth. I just showed up. No one's really sure why I was there, but I balled out of control. And now I manage the Colossus of Moss. But shout out to my wife. Amazing job. Shout out to the newborn baby Jay. And so it was a natural birth. 
No, she got it. We have patrolled that shit. This anesthesiologist, okay, by the way. Yeah, but not yeah. C-section. No, no cesarean. And that's the other thing. Did you look? Oh, I watched. I saw the head coming out. Okay. That's one yeah. of the, the miracles of birth, by the way, because I'm thinking this baby's going to suffocate. I mean, that head, the crowning portion of it was this baby stuck in there. And no, baby. The, the second time it was a little less concerning that their head is in a cone after. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay, I know it'll go back. It's yeah. fine. The skull is like five panels and it. it's like Pangea. <laughs> so it all fits together if you do the math. So Nathan in the chat, I couldn't look. It's really fascinating once you're in it. Like I really, cause the first once time. in it, what were you in? I just in, well, I was in, I was holding leg. Oh, in the moment. I was oh, holding gotcha. leg. I was, so for Ralph, I was holding the left leg and I was on oxygen duty and left leg duty. For Jason, oxygen. Were you doing CPR? Well, no, I was holding like the little mask because <laughs> Linda was pushing and she had been in labor for like, you know, to what, 20 hours. So <laughs> pushing we almost Pat made her pass out. She hadn't had food. So I gave her, I was giving her the oxygen. And with this one, she didn't even need that. She's pushed this baby out really quick. So shout outs to her. Smooth birth. And Dude, it was fantastic. Like, I, and I'm in a much better place in life right now. We've talked about even having that third one. This one's not even. Um, uh, this one's not even a month old. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> okay. All right. So you're done. You did two, and you're done, right? That's it. I we're not done. Done. Just not right now. Okay. We uh, just had a scare. My wife. A scare. <laughs> When you're married, I don't, are they called pregnancy scares if you've been married for 10 it years? It wasn't because, like, <laughs> after, like, the seventh week, I was like, I mean, it's not a big deal if it, I'm down, sure. Yeah, because that's what I always love when, like, married couples say, we had a pregnancy scare. It's like, is it a scare if you're married and having Maybe sex you make all the less time? than, like, 40 grand a year. Yeah. It's a scare if we have nine <laughs> kids and we really can't do this anymore. I'm. It's a scare if you're like 58. It's like, dude, we're done with these kids. But yeah. I feel like if you're under the age of 40 and you're you're sexually active with your partner, you can't have a pregnancy scare. So, uh, yeah, that was a good time. And speaking of scare, how come – now, I know it's been several weeks. This goes back to October. You and I weren't talking – during this whole Wisconsin volleyball team leak, what it like, and many people fill me in. Dude. See, that's what I was gonna say. Is I was talking about this the other day with somebody at work, and they hadn't heard of it either. Now, the only reason I know about this is because everyone on TikTok, and I go on TikTok every once in a while, they keep showing highlights of the volleyball team, and it's a like it'll always they'll show the volleyball team just playing volleyball, and then they'll go to. Like somebody watching the game and they're just like eyes all wide with like a like a smile on their face, like because they, apparently there was a huge leak um, of private photos. Like that's where this whole thing comes from. So we got our first headline of the night that dates back to October twentieth. Let's just throw that out there. Let's make that clear. We are we are weeks behind on this hot topic, but that doesn't mean we don't get to cover it. So I saw it. I also saw this on. Um, Oh, what was that? I think it was on like a LinkedIn or it was on the, it, it was, maybe it was just Facebook, but it was the day after this leak, the volleyball team had a sellout for the first time in like history. <laughs> like the, the, their, their arena sold out and everybody was trying to frame it. Like the university came together to support their female volleyball team. And like whoever wrote the article was trying to romanticize this shit, like for sure. Like just trying to make it look like, no, 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 no. They're not all just horny dudes at the game. It's it's a community coming together. All the comments were horny dudes. Like, I didn't even know we had a volleyball team until these <laughs> leaks. Like, because like, 
apparently there were some racy ass photos in these in these leaks. So the University of Wisconsin said in a statement that the police department is investigating multiple crimes after private photos and videos of members of the women's volleyball team were shared on the internet. Uh, now I have not gotten a look at any of these because so, you know sometimes like a leak will have like Paige WWE superstar Paige has a leak that shit's all over every website every wrestling website that exists that that seems to trend that seems to make it everybody's going to be able to see those but this is like if you click on a link you're getting a virus or or if you click <laughs> on a link it's taking you to some other website with other news stories but nothing is actually the photos the, the photos have been really really taken off the internet and i'm sure ricardio is currently in the discord dropping the link of no please you idiot it's right here now long high black <laughs> says they send the nudes themselves there was no leaks so and that's a, that's another conspiracy and they were trying to go viral by sending but these videos that i did so some of the blurred out photos that you see is literally just them taking pictures like as a team and then the next photo will just be them lifting their shirts up and having their boobs hanging out like just all kinds of silly promiscuous photographs i thought you told uh gino you've watched porn like twice this year i'm on a yeah yeah this was definitely so this is three i had to break the streak i but honestly i didn't get to see anything everything was blurred out it was just a big blurry mess <laughs> welcome to japan okay <laughs> yeah what is that how come in japan it's all blurred is that just <laughs> is that like their version of softcore is instead of having softcore where it's like really bad acting and then good music because they're pretending to bang uh, well, you can buy used panties in a vending machine on the sidewalk, but yeah. You you, yeah, well, I've never, I've, even when you come across that on like a porn hub, it's like, why is this, what is happening here? I've been really good at like avoiding porn lately. It's been very, very hard. Gino's right. There's just everywhere. It's ingrained in our culture. Like I, I'll be scrolling. <laughs> Someone posted something on Instagram today that was uh, Heather. Heather, like the deep throat lady, remember from like high school? <laughs> yeah. Someone posted a picture of her and was like, if you know who this is, I know that you know. And it was like, it was <laughs> just such a simple like little caption in a photo. And as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh yeah, I know who that is. Like every guy probably knows who that is. Because in the days of LimeWire, like she was a star. She was Iconic. A, she was <laughs> She didn't make shit either, I I guarantee you. Dude, she was definitely in the porn era before porn had money in it, for sure. And this this Wisconsin volleyball team, like, there's some hot chicks on it. And I think that's the other reason why this is such a trending topic, is it is like a bunch of babes on this volleyball team. Uh, So everybody is like, oh, my gosh. And so most of the content has been removed from websites where it was posted without the player's consent. In one of the photos, which was received by the Sentinel, several players have their sports bras lifted during the team's private celebration after winning the Big Ten title. So don't like celebrating in the locker room, having a good time. And, dude, what better way to party than just lift the sports bras (laughs) up? Like, fuck yeah, dude. Big Ten champs, motherfucker. So I I don't know. When I read this story, I thought, like, how did this not – touch our radars a little bit and then i also thought how funny is it they're trying to make it like an inspirational story like the everyone's <laughs> rallying behind the women like no all the dudes are like dude i saw you naked i want to go to this game all these chicks are hot for sure i that's 100 percent. student section was overflowing yeah how do they but yeah i don't like, pretend it must have been a thing it wasn't just out of nowhere they're like hey Let's fucking pull our titties out for the next one. Like, this is something they do for sure. Oh, it has to be, right? Like, they have to constantly be. And they said, like, 40-some-odd photos leaked. 
And that's just the ones that were posted to these websites. Like, there's got to be more out there somewhere that whoever whoever planned this elaborate hack uh, was 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 in was uh, posting all this stuff to a private hard drive somewhere. And yeah, I'm look, sure they'll all end up in the anime hole at some point. And look so. at these volleyball shorts. Like, the, like everyone's gone to volleyball games and thought these chicks are pretty hot. So if you're one of these students who goes to this school. And suddenly you get to see all these chicks naked. It's probably like, holy shit. Like, I'm just a horny freshman who goes to the <laughs> University of Wisconsin. I got to go to this game. So I thought this was like a fascinating story because of the way they're trying to frame it. But also, how did this not go more viral? They did a good job at putting the kibosh on this story. Yeah, except for now. Now it's everywhere. Oh, yeah. Well, now it is. I mean, once it hit our radar. <laughs> yeah, it's all over the place. But I don't. It's surprising too because I'm back on Twitter and Reddit, so I don't know how I didn't hear about this at all. Yeah, because it's all, those would be the two places. It's all over that for sure. Like it's it, <laughs> those would be the two places. But yeah, it's like even when you're so I'm on. You got to check four chan. There's got to be something. They got the roster here. There isn't eight chan now or what? Vimba's according to the new zone. Oh my gosh! Jeez, uh, <laughs> almost threw up reading that one. <laughs> Dude, you you asked me before we started, like, how much sleep have I had? I've probably had, like, eight hours in the past three days. Like, it really – when there's a newborn, it definitely changes the schedule. And then Tuesdays are my 10-hour workday, so I was at work all freaking day. Work ended on a, on a down note. I was very upset at the end of work today. So I'm, like, leaving in a bad mood. I get home. I have some chili. I'm like, oh, this is great chili. And now I'm just burping chili and depression right out of my, out of my stomach. That, I mean, welcome to fatherhood again. I, hey, I'm a two-time father. That, gonna, that's the one you – that's probably the biggest thing you forget. It's like those first month maybe. Yeah, that's that's what I was telling everyone at work was I completely forgot like sleeping. I forgot that <laughs> 1 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., this kid will wake up whenever it wants, and you are, you have to help. And even if I don't help that much, I'll even Malachi admit. Malachi Black says, and your Raiders and Cowboys lost, so you're extra sad. I Dude, unbelievably sad. I Like today was not a fun day. And the Raiders – I mean, that's on this list, obviously, of things that we're supposed to talk about. We don't have much more on this volleyball team other than where are the photos, Ricardo? You have a job to do. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the, the Raiders – so I even have a story today that Josh McDaniels is coming back. Like, he's been guaranteed one more year at least. They're not pulling the plug on him yet. They see something in there that you and I clearly don't. Um, or do you? You're a, a, a Patriots fan. Do you think that we're already grading McDaniels too harshly? Um, I don't think, well, he's been there, what, a year and a half now? No, this is his first, first, first season. Yeah, because think how much Mayock fucked that team up. He's, got, he's working with what he can. But they did make it to the postseason I mean, had his last fucking year. Wide, his number one wide receiver go to jail for life. <laughs> well, what was he supposed to do? Well, and I, I think that. Because when I'm looking at this Raider roster, this is a team that made the postseason. Like that's always one thing that I'm gonna take away from this season is that this was a playoff team last year. The AFC West was supposed to be like four playoff teams. Everybody thought there were gonna be four playoff teams from that one division. Now the the Raiders have looked terrible because Russell Wilson just looks terrible. I don't know if that's just him being old, him not fitting in this offense. Kind of when you watch him play, it looks like he doesn't give a shit. Like it really looks like he's he's in slow motion. And the, the Russell Wilson of old is no longer inside of that body. But the, the Raiders, they, their roster got a little bit better, and they've gone backwards. Like that's what, 
for for a Raider fan, that's what's frustrating is we we traded our first and second round pick for Devontae Adams, which was like a slam dunk. Like, how did we get Devontae Adams for that little? What a great trade. We got we got the best receiver in the game. Uh, although I think the best receiver got rid of Leatherwood. We got rid we cut Leatherwood. We trimmed all the dead weight. Um, and then guys like Josh Jacobs, like we understand, like, hey, McDaniels hadn't hadn't coached him, so I'm not gonna give him that fifth year option. Um, they lost Jonathan Ngakwe, though. I think that kind of goes unsung. They lost Carl Nassib. So they have Max Crosby. They have one of their edge rushers, but the other side isn't as dominant as it used to be, even with the addition of Chandler Jones. I don't think that's worked out the way that like Raider fans thought that it would. So the defense definitely looks worse. But the offense looks way worse. Like, How do you <laughs> add a Devontae Adams and look incredibly worse? They look incompetent. They... My favorite meme that everybody – thank you, everybody in the world, for sending me the same meme, by the way. Every week we should have every week we should have a former offensive lineman come off the couch to try and beat the Raiders because that's what the Colts did. Jeff Saturday shows up, makes some uh, inflammatory comments about the media, <laughs> and immediately wins. He beats the Raiders. He beats the, the defending wildcard champion, the Raiders. How do you say that? The defending wildcard playoff team. Like they made the postseason <laughs> last year. How did they make the postseason last year and then lose to the Colts? That a Colts team. How did they lose to the Saints? Number one, Andy Dalton looked like Tom Brady against them two weeks ago. And then <laughs> so I put so I did put together a parlay like all in our time away this past weekend and didn't put money on the Raiders. I just knew. I looked at Good. that game and the Raiders were like uh, being. It was like being given four points. Raiders are favorited, and I'm just thinking. <laughs> They're losing that game. They're losing that game. <laughs> They're going to lose that game, and I said by 10. So I think they lost by five. But I, And, of course, every Raider fan tries to say, like, uh, we, on an average, we lose, we've lost all games on an average of, like, four. Like, when it, all seven games, we've lost by an average of four points. That doesn't make it okay. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make it okay at all. And someone did post another stat last season in games where there was a four-point differential. Uh, we were seven and two. So now we're, we're, it's been flipped. So this season already, taking the nine games where that happened last year where there's four-point differentials, uh, we, we flipped it. So we're not winning the games like we did last season. and that's. But I think it falls on McDaniels a lot. Now, he could be doing what Gruden wanted to do. And when Gruden showed up, he wanted to just gut the team, start fresh, get rid of all the Latavius Murrays, and get rid of the Amari Coopers. Guys that kind of were, were on the team that were good, but he just didn't – they're, they're not my guys. I got to get rid of them. So maybe that's what McDaniels is doing. Maybe they're going to get rid of – they're going to offload Josh Jacobs. This is clearly the tank for CJ now. Can I say that? We're in last place, right? We have the least wins out of every team. Um, I'm not sure. Let's look it up, but it sounds right. Yeah, it's got to be. NFL standing. It feels right. You know what I mean? Oh, it's so right. I got to type in Google because I have TuckTuckGo as my – search engine right now so for the nfl division standings i think we're, we've got to be last no, right texans are one and seven. Oh my gosh seven but one and seven with a tie ties mean more don't uh, i guess no we'd still have more wins so we're getting close so we're oh we gotta beat the texans they're gonna get cj and well, not. didn't you guys trade your first round picks anyways? i thought it was just first and second round pick of last year are you saying it's first and round of last year and this following this upcoming draft I'm not sure. What, who did they did they trade that for Devontae? Yeah, I thought it was just a one and a two for Devontae, but maybe it was a little bit more than that. Uh-oh, that makes me even more upset now that you're pointing that out. 
That's the worst, dude. When you trade away and you're like top three pick. Yeah. And you, it, what you traded for just doesn't work out and you're just fucked. Yeah. Well, and that's that's kind of what I, I fear with this Raider team is that. Okay, wait. So the Devontae Adams, the, the Green Bay Packers will receive from the Las Vegas Raiders. Let's see. In exchange, the Packers receive the Raiders 2022 first and second round picks. So that's it. So they only okay. got the picks last season, which I thought that's great. Like, who are the Raiders going to draft anyway that we're going to make an immediate impact? Last time they drafted in the first round, Put they got. Thank you, Ricardio. Last time they drafted in the first round, they drafted Alex Leatherwood. So clearly we're not good at drafting in the first round because uh, even people were joking about the tank for CJ at work. And I said last time we had we picked a quarterback in the first round, we got Jamarcus Russell. So like, <laughs> Malachi Black says bring back Henry Ruggs. Hey, not against it. Not against he needs a lawyer. Not against the Ruggs if he can get out of jail. I'm not against bringing Antonio Brown back. But Josh McDaniels. Why can't he do like the uh, work release? Put that shit on. The Thank replacements. You so that dude in jail fucking got to play. Yeah, just gotta. Yeah, just. Put that shit on. Do your dance. Put that shit on. Thank you, Cassidy. Thank you. He hate me. Uh, the discussion around McDaniel's job security in his first season intensified. <laughs> After losing to the Colts and the first-time head coach Jeff Saturday on Sunday. Literally, his first game he's ever coached. He's not a coach. It's not like they pulled him off of like, oh, he's been coaching at the University of Maryland as an offensive line Wait, coach. Jeff Saturday coached? <laughs> he yes. was the head coach? He was head coaching. The Colts fired Frank Reich. They brought and in. they hired. They hired <laughs> oh Jeff Saturday God. off the couch. They hired like he wasn't. I think he was an analyst. I think he was working at ESPN as like an analyst. Well, you and know, the smartest player on the field is the center. Is the center, so he shows up and wins a game. He's been the coach of this team for six days, and they beat the Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders are the worst. This might be the worst season in Raiders history. Like just that. All the other facts, whatever. When they started two and four, and they looked like dog shit, but they were in. They were in the games. They were in it. and They were losing the playoff teams. That's fine. Then when you lose to the Saints, and then when you lose to the Colts, it's just been fur further cemented that this is a waste of a year. And now that we're two and seven, we beat the Texans too. We should have lost to them. We should have just the mm -hmm. tank for CJ should and I don't even want to tank for CJ because I, I actually like Derek Carr, but a lot of this is falling on Derek Carr now. Um, and, I, and Nathan alluded to it earlier, but after the game, Raiders quarterback Derek Carr was very emotional when discussing discussing his frustration with the season, and he questioned the effort of some of the members in the organization. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Derek Carr is saying what we're all thinking. We're all sitting back going like, why are we this? We shouldn't be this. We're way better than this. How are we in this hole? We made it to the postseason. And then Josh McDaniels on Monday said he couldn't speak to what Carr was talking about after the game. I don't have any issue with the effort. And he doesn't watch. Well, ladies, this is another scene from the replacements. What does Falco tell them? What's the scariest thing? It's happening to you right oh, now. Oh, it's quicksand. Is that what they're Fucking saying? Quicksand. The, the deeper you get into it, and and I think that's you're Derek, fucked. You're one and set. You're two and seven. Like you're 
I think Derek you Carr. Have no reason to even try and win a game now. I think Derek Carr is probably Shane Falco in this scenario, and McDaniel's <laughs> is waiting for fucking uh, what's that guy? He's waiting for Martell to cross the picket <laughs> line or whatever. Like we just need Martell back in there. I want C.J. Stroud, need Antonio Brown. Back. I want a, I want C.J. Stroud to show up. I think I think that would make my chances of staying here longer much better. So if that's what he wants, whatever, McDaniel's, you suck. We've always hated you. Um, and and how? That's just to me. This further solidifies this that Carr is not McDaniel's guy. Like I don't have any issue with the effort. Well, he's not. Did he watch when the two receivers ran into each other? Did he watch when Renfro and Adams smashed into each other? Did he watch this game against the Colts where I think their first five drives were three and outs against the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts, three and outs with Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller. They tried to train him for the deadline, but that hamstring injury must just be – he must not have a leg. He's just injured forever. <laughs> um, he's on a fantasy team of mine where I've just – I put him on IR, and I was so happy. I was like, thank goodness you're not taking up an active bench spot anymore. Um, so the Raiders season is over. We're, o- Odell Beckham is not how coming. How has nobody learned by now? You don't hire a fucking Belichick Yeah. Well, At all. Don't ever do it. How it's does this worked. keep happening? It's clear that Bill Belichick's the greatest coach of all time. And Bill he, Belichick doesn't hire head coaches for his coordinators. And, he hires good coordinators. Yeah, and these guys, like McDaniel's even showing up, and I remember like I watched that Hall of Fame game, his coaching debut for the Raiders, and he, he talked about, uh, I forget who did the story on it, but he made like a list of the things that like he regretted from his previous coaching tenure with the Broncos. Like he was so cocky, so arrogant. He didn't listen to the players. Like he didn't want to hear what Jay Cutler thought about the offense. Like he just wanted to come in and I know everything about football. It's all on, it's all me. It's all on me. And I, I, you know what, you know what else is funny? I was making, I like, you look at Kevin O'Connell from the Vikings and you look at Mike McDaniel from the Dolphins and, Oh, thank you, Cassidy. <laughs> I I was thinking about how how weird like the young way the coach the, the wave of young coaches. Remember, like that was kind of the trend. Is how did Sean McVay? He's only thirty three. He's the best coach. Everybody needs a really young coach now. Kyle Shanahan. Like you got to have somebody under the age of thirty eight to be your head coach. Even though Tom Brady's older than all these people, Julian Edelman <laughs> and Sean McVay played against each other in college. Like that's. That's the age of, of coaches. Malachi Black says you want Cliff Kingsbury. No, I, we don't want that. <laughs> but but, but <laughs> I, I look, yeah, and even a Cliff Kingsbury, he's a young guy too. That was the wave, and I thought, why is everyone going through that? Why is that the idea is let's completely – we don't want tenured people with lots of experience in the NFL. We want these young whippersnappers and young hotshots. And I thought that was stupid until McDaniels got this job. And now I think that we need – Somebody who's just coming in with fresh ideas and, you know, forget tradition and I forget John Gruden, forget McDaniels. We we need somebody fresh. Out. Why don't we get a Brian Flores? Let's get him from the Dolphins. It's it's the fucking NFL, Vleeties. It's trends. People are fucking desperate to figure out something that nobody else has figured out. So as soon as Sean McVay works out, goes to Super Bowl, it's like, oh, maybe we never looked at young people before, <laughs> and we just need to fucking trust it. No, you got a one in a million chance getting a Sean McVay. McDaniel's he's, is thirteen. How long has he been? Co- he's been around some of the best coaches since he was in his twenties. McDaniel's is thirty four or is thirteen and twenty four in his past thirty seven games as a head coach. He previously coached for the Broncos for uh, for two seasons, oh nine uh, two thousand ten. 
Uh, he said that the Raiders owner Mark Davis has been supportive despite the rough start in Las Vegas. He's been great, said McDaniels. He has the same urgency that we all do, if not more. Well, no shit, he owns the team. He feels the frustration, <laughs> but at the same time, he has been incredibly supportive. Uh, how disappointing. I do think if you fire a head coach in the first three years, you're a fucking idiot. Do you? Like, what if it's this? Like, Because for me, we're, we're, we hired Gruden. We signed him to that 10-year deal, and that didn't go well. And no. then we had Basaccia uh, just as the interim, and we made it to the postseason. And Rich Basaccia is another guy with tons of NFL experience, and he's the special team coach for the Packers right now, which is not a good Put credential to have. Thank you, he hate me. Like, it's not good to say you're, you're anywhere affiliated with the Packers right now, but uh, we brought in McDaniels, and you, like, like I said at the top, we took a playoff team. We're now two and seven. We didn't beat the Colts, who lost Jeff Saturday. He came off the couch keys and he beat the Raiders. Like that to me, I fired. That's it. Like you lost that but game. He's an all-time great Colt. One of the smartest guys who played with Peyton Manning for twenty years. He's, Come on, but Josh, not some it's not fucking Kevin coming off the couch. But it should all be. But if that was the case, then it would all be. Offensive linemen as head coaches that were just really good offensive linemen. Like Orlando Pace would have already won three Super Bowls by now. But it's not that. We we have Josh McDaniels, who's coached in several Super Bowls. Uh, and now he did have a Tom Brady and a, and a Randy Moss and a Welker and an Edelman. He's had a lot of great players. We get it. But how? How did he like how do you lose to to Jeff Saturday. How do you lose to what Dennis Allen, former Raiders coach? You <laughs> you lose to the Saints and Andy Dalton. You don't put up a point. So it's not just losing <laughs> to Jeff Saturday. It's an amalgamation of several upsetting losses this season. That play call to end that Chiefs game is bullshit. Uh, on a Monday night game that they should have won. And losing to the Cardinals, that was another uh, fuck fest. There were so many games yeah. this season that were right in their fingertips, and they just blow it. Even week one, they should have beaten the Chargers, and they didn't. So here we are. We have sample size of nine games. I'm with you a little bit as far as if they were – if we didn't lose to the Colts and we didn't lose to the Saints, like these are all winnable games. He came, If he came in and had a Davis Mills, yes, three years tops. He's got Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, Travis Morig, Max Crosby. He has a playoff team, and we're 2-7. and seven. Fleeties, all I can say is the year was 2000. <laughs> we had a brand new coach. We went 5 and 11. Yep. The next year, 2001, we go 11 and 5, win a Super Bowl, and then win three out of the next four. So, what the fuck are you worried about? That's the program he's coming from. <laughs> he's good, but he went okay? in. That's Bill Belichick's first five years of in the fucking Patriots. But did he get he a went playoff five team? Five and eleven, year one. Did he? I guess he did kind of absorb a playoff team, didn't he? Because they were in the Super Bowl in '96. So yeah, he kind of fell into the old playoff team there and took him to a five and eleven record. I don't know the whole story, okay, of the Patriots, but it was a different game okay. back then. They, they went five and eleven, missed the playoffs, <laughs> won the Super Bowl, missed the playoffs, and then won the Super Bowl twice in a row. How did they miss the playoffs that one year? They went nine and seven. Oh, weird. <laughs> what a weird league this is. But having said all that, the Raiders suck. I don't watch football anymore. I've moved on. I, it is nice that I watch Red Zone because I am just 
I like if it's I, the best. And even my boss was like, "Don't you just want to watch the Raiders?" I was like, "Absolutely not!" Like that sounds awful <laughs> to me. I hate commercials. I, I just Malachi Black says, "Vlides just be a Washington fan now." Big win last night. Huge win for the Redskins last night. <laughs> and you know what I love about this whole Commanders thing? Even at work today, I accidentally called them the Redskins like six times, and everybody else <laughs> called them the Redskins. Like we were all just calling them the Redskins after a while, and we all kind of like thought. Does anyone good for you guys? Yeah. Does anyone really call them the Commanders? Does anyone remember that? Whenever they say, mm-hmm. uh, one of my coworkers was like, "I liked it when they were the football team." <laughs> I thought that was a great. <laughs> <laughs> they, he thought that was a great name, the football team. What a great name for a, for a football team, right? Hey, we'll just call ourselves the football team. Why not the Washington football team? Yeah, like Carson Wentz, the football team. I think that has a better ring to it. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that, but it was a big win for the for the for the Redskins last night. Their defense looked really good, and I was even trying to explain they don't even have Chase Young right now. Chase Young's still wearing a hoodie on the sideline, so he had that ACL injury last season. When they get him back, the Commanders might actually be good going forward. Question mark High, higher register. I know Taylor Heineke is their quarterback, but they got three solid running backs. They got Terry McLaurin, and their defense looked pretty stacked last night. What are they? Five and five? They're not out of the the. the they're somehow not out of the. They're better than the Raiders. We'll throw that out there. Sure. I mean, who's not better than the Raiders? But I don't. I mean, they. The Eagles were due, dude. They weren't going to go undefeated. Why not lose to a division rival on a Monday night game? Everybody at work said the same thing. I've I work with an Eagles fan, and yeah, he had said the same thing. Like, if the Eagles fuck up a game this season, it's this one. It's the Monday night game. You have to. You don't yeah. want to be undefeated in the fucking Super Bowl. I lived through that. It was fucking heartbreaking. <laughs> we're the greatest fucking team ever. The greatest offense ever. And we can't beat fucking Eli Manning in the Super well, Bowl. And I would rather lose a game like that to the Redskins compared to the Bills losing to the Vikings the way that they did, like with fumbles in the end zone and uh, like just – Even the, the fucking Green Bay two weeks ago against the fucking Lions. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to lose – Rodgers re- throws three red zone picks. It's fucking embarrassing. You don't want to lose games defense. like that. I'd rather lose a game to like, why are the Redskins playing out of their minds? <laughs> this is not who the, <laughs> the commanders are. How come they're doing this so effortlessly? And the Eagles, they lost AJ Brown earlier in that game, but they just looked—they just didn't look like the Eagles like they normally look. So, hats off to the Commanders, big win. Hats off to the Packers, getting their swagger back, beating the Cowboys. That was also a frustrating game to watch. Um, and Zeke, you, you want to play or what? What's going on with this leg? Figure it out. Uh, but you meant—we've mentioned him several times because he's really the highlight of my week. Like, it's always really fun to watch out for stuff from this particular person. Antonio Brown makes more headlines. He just can't stop it. He's my favorite football player, I think. Fuck again? Antonio Brown shares alleged Tom Brady text (laughs) in which Tom says, you are acting selfish. This is the biggest non-headline I've ever seen in my life. Dude, is it real, though? I only read it a little bit. Do you think it's fake? And even if it's fake... how is that a headline? Tom Brady said ABU is being selfish. Dude, Dude, yeah, the whole fucking world. Said but through that. text message. So here's here's where we go. Oh wow. They're, I said they're, it through a TV Well, that's just what the headline says. I read. I didn't read the whole text because it's a paragraph. And much like in real life, if someone sends me a paragraph text message, I don't read it. I, you get a phone call from me, and I go, "I'm not reading that." What do you want? <laughs> uh, Antonio Brown and Tom Brady continues to unravel. Their relationship does. Brown has been 
this chili was a, a horrible idea. Brown was a was a <laughs> what does that say? Chiding. Uh, he's been chiding. Is that the word there? He's been C H I D I N G. He's been chiding Brady. I've never. I hate this article already. Brown has been being an asshole to Brady on social media over his divorce from model Giselle Bunchen. On Tuesday, the free agent NFL white free agent NFL whiteout. How dare <laughs> this article is the worst. I love it. Um, he is uh, the free agent tweeted a and since deleted an alleged text from his former teammate Tom Brady from May of 2021, in which Brady appeared to be telling him to shape up, according to TMZ. So I think this is the text. So you are demonstrating very poor decisions and poor communication to so many people who have gone above and beyond to help you. You are acting selfish, and unfortunately, many of those people are exhausted by the erratic and unpredictable emotional behavior, the text said. When I met you, you were humble, willing to learn, anxious to improve things in your life. In a short period of time, you have done those things and accomplished some great things and uh, very much on the path to long-term success. Uh, it is unclear. So, oh, and then he, okay, here we go. Unfortunately, you reverted very much back to a young, immature man that is selfish, self-serving, irrational, and irresponsible. Uh, the alleged text from Brady continued. I, for one, am disappointed in many behaviors over the past few months. You seem to have lost the humility and the, or, and that APG. Well, I don't know what that means. Um, you have gone from hanging around good quality people that had genuine interest in seeing you succeed to seeing others whose lives are erratic and out of control, leading you down a negative path. So this was shared. So even when you look at the screenshot from Antonio Brown, this is so not from Tom Brady. Tom Brady is an iPhone user. We all know it. It's so clearly he's an iPhone user. This just says to Tom Brady like he brought up a message and somehow this is oh, what you could text me that and I could label it Tom Brady. Yeah, that's the, no phone number there. Yeah, there's not even a phone. It's just Tom Brady in all caps, which it, that does strike. AB I mean, it sounds like him anyways. AB does that? strike me as a I'm putting your name in my phone and it's all caps. He's like, it's got to be all caps all the time. Everyone's yelling at me constantly. Uh, punctuation looked pretty good. There are a couple commas with extra spaces in there. But I like so reading the words. You're right. Like that sounds like Tom Brady is saying that exactly to Antonio Brown. Like I, for one, am disappointed in many behaviors over the past few months. So I, I guess this is, uh, I guess this is what is it? This is after Brown, uh, Brown had the meltdown, like where he took the jersey off and was dancing around on on the field. Like this must have been around that time. I don't know. You think this is real? Do you think this is fake? I think it's real, but I don't get why it's a big deal. It's the fucking truth. He acted like a little pussy. But do you think that's why? Who acted like a pussy? A.B. or Brady? A.B. Well, and for, for Brady, though, like now all this shit's going down with him. Does this now kind of give Antonio Brown a little bit of justification? Like, here's why this guy hates Tom Brady so much. And do you think that their relationship, because we've heard that A.B. went to stay with Tom. Tom did go out of his way to make sure that, AB wanted to play in the NFL. He kept him he kept him relevant in a lot of ways. After his time with the Raiders came to a very very sad ending. He went to the Patriots and people were like, "What the fuck? Like why?" And then he went to the Bucks and like, "Okay, Brady really sees something in this guy." And clearly Brady likes to play with the best players available. Julio Jones is now on the Bucks and like I get that, but uh he did go out of his way. So for Antonio Brown to then have like do that at the end of that game, 
Did it affect Brady that much? Like, you know what? Fuck this guy. He's staying in my house. And now, now AB. I and, think so. He probably fucking, he vouched for him to come fucking with him. Well, and, and for Brady, and you look at this team this year, they're not as good. They're just not as good. They're not as no. crisp. They don't have Bruce Arians. That's another thing people don't want to really talk about. It's Todd Bowles' show. I think that's the thing. Yeah, it's Todd Bowles' show. The team just looks different and feels different. Their defense isn't as dominant as it, as, as it was last year. And isn't the the worst part is isn't he up in the booth still consulting? Yeah, yeah, he's got a headset on and he's just up top doing something. I don't know. I don't know what his role is, but it's the Todd Bowles show, I guess, because he doesn't want to do practices and stuff. So I think he just shows up for the games. Is that <laughs> That'd be cool? so nice, dude? <laughs> it's a pretty cool job. He just show up for the games, watch it with a headset on. He probably only makes like twenty percent less than he did as a head coach, too. Well, and he definitely doesn't have much to chime in. You know, it's just, hey, Todd, this is your show, man. If you need me, I'm up here, bud. And yeah. It's like yeah. you don't want to be Todd Bowles like, yeah, I always I gotta ask Bruce everything. I just go up to Bruce for everything. Like, no, you clearly at this want, point I would be. You want like, this to be Bruce your show. You want this to be your show. So Can you come in like one day a week and not just Sunday? I thought this was fascinating because it does make me think like so I thought so when I saw this screenshot, I thought this was fake as shit. Like I thought somebody might have texted this and he just changed the name to Tom Brady. Like, oh I'm gonna make you Totally oh. could be. Also, why do you save your text past 30 days? No, uh, I don't know. I got texts in here from a while back, but I don't. Like, I got the, I, I turn the setting on the iPhone like every 30 days. But is this even it's what, just gone. is this even what it looks like when you get a text message? Like you don't, so, like at, at the top. Maybe it has like an iPhone 4 still. Yeah, like, because I'm going through now, like my phone doesn't look like that. And, and I know I got the new iOS update, so definitely not going to look like that anymore. But even just the top of it. Where it says to Tom Brady, is that if you do that? Wait, 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 wait. It says new message to Tom Brady. So I guess if you hit like, okay, hold on, wait. I got to find somebody that I have texted before. So if you search. Why does it say new message to Tom Brady? Okay, so when you do hit like, when you, on an iPhone, when you when you just hit new message and then type the person's name, it does bring oh, up. it does pop up. It does bring up your history of conversation. So maybe that's what he did. He just typed the name Tom Brady and he searched it and he's like, boom, look at this. This is the last see. thing this fucking guy said to me. And you're saying Antonio Brown hasn't had any other communications with Tom Brady since May 10th of, or yeah, May 10th of 2021. That doesn't add up either, right? Like there's, there's got to yeah. be. Like, there's got to be Tom. Like, hey, why are you posting pictures of you and Giselle? Why are you a piece of shit? What is happening? <laughs> For sure, it has to. There's, I don't, I couldn't see a world where he didn't call him or text them when that, at least the first one came out. Hashtags and headlines. Like, why what is the fuck? Why is hashtag RIP Jimmy Fallon trending in the United States? What did he do, or is he actually dead? He can't be dead. They're saying November fifteenth, two thousand twenty-two. I don't. I don't know what happened. Uh, Jimmy Fallon waking up to see the entirety of Twitter is tweeting "R.I.P. Jimmy Fallon." What is it about? Y'all played too much. Uh, is it just? I can't believe he died. What is this? What is happening here? What What is happening here? No clue. It has to be fake. It's got to be fake. I mean, it's super fake. If everybody Wikipedia, everybody's making jokes about it. Performance is so good it killed him days later. R.I.P. Jimmy Fallon. But they're posting pictures of what's-his-face. But why? Yeah, is it just Elon, can you fix uh, this? Wikipedia says he's alive, so I'm going with that. This is a bum-out. Like, 
I'm going to rip the soul out of your nose. Okay, this is the worst. <laughs> See, Twitter's the worst. Elon Musk isn't the best. We all fell for it. Trump announcement. Well, he hasn't deleted the bots yet. So Trump announced, in order to make America great and glorious again, I'm announcing my candidacy for the president of the United States. What does that mean? He's going to run again. Wow. So he's running one more. Look at Biden this. said, in, since we've talked, Biden said he plans on running again. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, Which so the, is the worst possible case for Democrats. I don't know. I think that – well, I, I've talked to a lot of Republicans who are very anti-Trump now. I think enough time has passed where they started to – and I have to sit back and go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I think – I would still – I think DeSantis wins the primary. Dude, Trump I feel like – I don't know, dude. I think Trump wins. I know that Trump has said some pretty – didn't he say something bad about DeSantis the other day? Did he like kind of? Yeah, yeah. He threw something at him, like. But I think that I mean they just need to run together, and then they're a fucking shoe in. Uh, yeah, I, and I think I don't know. I, I maybe maybe I just remember what my life was like when Trump was president, and things were pretty fucking good until COVID hit. Like I think everybody wants to blame him for COVID, and they always want to find something to put on him. But I don't know, man. My taxes were great. Um, that was pretty awesome. Gas prices were pretty awesome. So I get that he says mean things once in a while, but. Biden says mean things too, but since he's like an old fuck, you really don't care about him the same way. Um, Even though Trump is basically just as old, he just doesn't look like. Yeah, him. well, that's the other thing I tell people at work. Like, you know, I work with doctors who are like in their eighties, and people are like, "Oh, dude, he's 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 probably old as shit, doesn't know anything." I'm like, "Dude, 80, 70 and eighty used to not be like this decrepit, you can't do anything age." Like, there were there, <laughs> like there are guys in their seventies and eighties that are still very very cognitive and fine, but since Joe Biden has given old people a bad name, it's like, dude. Why? What is happening here? Like, don't don't worry. Old people are still very, very capable. So um, Trump's running for president. Biden's running for president. Uh, which city gets torched first? Kenosha, <laughs> Portland, uh, D.C.? I'll throw that out there. Maybe another January has, Wait, has Portland ever been put out? It doesn't count if it's still going. Seattle, they get the Chop Chaz going again. The glory days of the Chop Chaz. Maybe we'll get a resurgence for that. Not so. like Chicago. Chicago, well, that's that's Chicago. They have a scoreboard. Uh, they still out. have a scoreboard where people are getting killed every weekend. But it's ah, well, hey, at least uh, at least you freedom of abortion up there, my friends. So Geezy, mm. we didn't, we haven't done this in a while. Now I did win some money uh, on Bovada this past weekend. Mm. I I uh, threw together some parlays. One thing that I did that I actually liked that I've been doing with like college football. As I will put together like an eighteen parlay, put ten bucks on that, and then I'll put that parlay together again. But I will, um, I'll put the parlay together again, and then I will round robin it. So even if it all hits, you kind of get double winnings. So don't be fooled <laughs> by this number up here, this eight sixty seven. Seven hundred and eighty of that are for my coworker. Uh, he hit it big on a couple bets, so I'm just holding his money for him. Uh, so th- yeah, he's he's, he's been. Crushing. Yeah, where are we at? Do I owe you, or are we still good? We're good. We made money back. I think in total, I've put in like. 80 or something and you put in 40 or something i think we're good so let's just oh, win money I'll check on this venmo because i i sent you 50 and then i think i sent you like 10 a week oh we're perfect that. okay good so uh college football has been hitting by the way i know that we don't know college that well the nfl is much harder because uh and i think i just do round robins for the nfl i think because- well this year is like every just like my fantasy leagues like there's no real big standout every week well, and even that Vikings-Bills game, like, I, the Bills were supposed to win and they didn't. And the Vikings are very good. But, yeah, that game, uh, you know what game ruined my parlay for the NFL was actually the Bears. The Bears losing 
really <laughs> fucked up the parlay. And then the Chargers lost to the Niners. I couldn't believe that. Everyone <laughs> wants to tell me how great the Chargers are, and they lose to the Niners. I thought, okay, well, uh, I guess, uh, you know what? Egg on my face for that one. So uh, we got a slew of Thursday games. I tend to avoid those. SMU's playing Tulane. Uh, Eastern Michigan and Kent State, Miami of Ohio. So. Now, wait, wait, wait. Before we get too far into football, we talked right before two weeks ago, and you said you had a commercial that was timeless that uh, we watch. So we did watch it with Gino. It wasn't as fun oh, as I fuck. wanted it to be. The gay look happened, and everybody loved the gay look, but that was about it. I was like, okay, maybe. And it's okay. a longer commercial than I thought. And it, maybe in doing it with Gino, I guess maybe the, the big difference is like it was during a hockey game that I could be watching with my with my son, and all the comments on the YouTube video were really like, "Why does everyone hate love? Like they're just promoting <laughs> love." And you know, all the all the people were responding to that comment saying, "Fucking a dude at a club isn't love." Like that's kind of what it's we were true. all trying to say is like, like I get that you know, hey, look, there's gay people out there and they're they're finding each other and having sex, but that commercial wasn't promoting love; it was promoting HIV. Uh, it wanted to stop the spread of HIV because dudes were fucking too much. Like that was the that was the commercial, and they were having dudes with makeup on going to clubs and all like looking. The best part was just this gay look that they the two guys at the subway gave each other. Because I just hope that's happening every day somewhere. Like two dudes are making eye contact. Like for the podcasters, I made a great face there. <laughs> so we can move on from the commercial. Let's focus on the N- or the NFL, the NCAA. Um, Let's, isn't that, I think there's a way to just do top 25, but it's fine. Let's just go through what we have, y'all. Um, by the way, uh, I so I did make some money with T- TCU beat Texas. I did make some money on that game last last week. TCU remains nice. undefeated. Like I'm shocked. Alabama, by the way, two losses <laughs> on that record. I think it might be too late for them to have that late season comeback. Oh, for sure. No, they're not gonna make it with two losses. There's no way. Uh, Hawaii lost to Utah State. I had money on that game, so I lost money. Um, Hawaii and UNLV. Hawaii's got 11 points. They're going to win that game, right? Say it again. Hawaii's going to be UNLV. Says Nick Saban stinks. No. Coach O to Alabama. Oregon, Oregon and Utah. I'm thinking Oregon gets a big win there. They're ranked number six. They've looked good. Never bet on fucking Utah, dude. I think we're betting on Oregon, right? Yeah. <laughs> Oregon's winning that game. For sure. Uh, LSU's got UAB. That should be an easy win for LSU. LSU had that big big win against Alabama. And I think it's no difference against Alabama-Birmingham. Now, that's a 6.50 uh, game right there. That's an easy victory. So, let's, so that what I've been doing is you pick a couple easy ones, and then maybe mm. one that's a little – like that Oregon one's only a, a 150. So, that will help the parlay. But LSU's not losing to UAB. Let's throw that in that. Air Force, Colorado State, UCLA, USC. That's actually a pretty interesting one because I think it's at the Rose Bowl this time. USC has lost a game, and they're not as immortal as I think everyone thought they were going to be. UCLA is kind of the surprise. The spread's only a point and a half. Um, the over-under is 75. Good God. They're play- you this is- it's at the Rose Bowl? It's at the Rose Bowl, which does not matter when it's USC because those fans will show up for that. USC is a better team, in my opinion, um, I think they have a better quarterback, but it's kind yeah, of your mouse has been hovering over UCLA this whole time. Though. Oh, but yeah, but I'm just, I'll, I'll move it over here. <laughs> you picking a USC here would make this game really intense to watch. 
do it. Gotta go That's USC. That's why we fucking bet, right? Yeah, USC's gonna win that game. I, I, I think Lincoln Riley. This is this is his like this is his Michigan Ohio State. Like Jim Harbaugh was gonna get fired if he didn't beat Ohio State eventually. So he finally did it. Secured his job for several more years. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Kind of a weird game because Oklahoma sucks and Oklahoma State should be better. But you look at the the spread. Oklahoma's favorite in here. I thought Oklahoma State was better than Oklahoma. But they kind of have fallen off these past couple weeks. They aren't as, as they aren't smashing dudes like they were supposed to be. Uh, I almost don't want to touch that one. But what do you think? Yeah, I would. I would leave it. Let's pick another big, easy spread one after that. USC easy spread. Missouri, <clears throat> New Mexico State. That's they wouldn't even take a money line on that one. They know who's winning that fucking game. Arkansas and Mississippi. That game's too close to call for them. Iowa State and Texas Tech. That'll be an interesting game. Tennessee, South Carolina. <laughs> Tennessee smashing a money line. That's a 2,000. We will take it. Minus 2,000. Minus 2,000. Tennessee ain't losing, dude. Tennessee's been looking pretty good. They did lose to Georgia, but I, I picked that game. I knew that was going to happen. Georgia's, yeah, everybody lost to Georgia. I think Georgia's winning the, the championship again this year. I think they're that good. We put money on that. They just beat uh, – well, two weeks ago they beat – what's their faces that were number one, which I – no clue why they were even number one, how they jumped Georgia Tennessee at all. was number yeah. one. They put Tennessee above them, I guess, just based on strength of schedule. They had thought, well, Tennessee's better. They've won more games. They're, they're, they're the same. They uh, found that one out, huh? Yeah. Tech, so the Longhorns are playing Kansas in Kansas, which I know that the Longhorns just lost that game to TCU, and they looked really good. But Kansas, Texas is going to win. Sure. Yes, thank goodness you agreed. I know you didn't have the same huxpa that I had. Like Penn State's going to crush Rutgers. Like we know that, but it's I almost like picking these intense ones. Like oh my gosh, look at this little baby spread. How do you not have NC State beating Louisville? Is that for real? They're giving the dang. They're giving the the ranked team the 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 they're they're the dogs Take here. Take it, dude. I'm taking it. Take it. So we got six Penn State Rutgers. You want to just throw Penn State on there? We know they're winning. Yeah. Lock. And then Ohio State's going to beat Maryland. But that's 6,000. That's really high. Clemson versus my, the U? They think the U's losing? <laughs> Probably. Take, take the Ohio State spread. Oh, I don't. That's too. I, that's such a big spread, though. College football <laughs> spreads are so rough because you know, like, that, that could that could change in any. Like, that could just be. If they if they score, what if they're up by twenty one? They pull the starters, and it's like, oh well, Maryland loses by fourteen, or Maryland. Dude, they're, they're not pulling the starters. There's the playoffs. It's close. You gotta fucking blow people out, dude. They're already in the playoffs. They're Ohio State. They're not going anywhere. <clears throat> Georgia, Kentucky. That's twenty five hundred. I'd be more comfortable taking the twenty five hundred rather than the six thousand. The minus six thousand. Oh yeah, 000. I'll take the twenty five hundred for sure. All right, we'll go with our friends over at Georgia. Now, I think that's eight. I think that's the limit you can do for a round robin. But let's just say we put 10 bucks on this. That's $128. I'm almost tempted to throw. Well, with the USC one, I think 10 bucks is a fair spread for that. I think that's a good money. Do five. Just do five. Let's do 10. I hit the button. $10 oh going in. LSU, Georgia, Tennessee, Penn State, Texas, NC State, Oregon, and USC. Well, how, are you even, how do you keep track of all those? So well, you're the able games? to look in here and see like what's on track. 
Yeah, so there is another app that I've been using called The Score, and you can you can put a bell on on games. Like I want the I want notifications for this game specifically, and it'll tell you when that game is at halftime. And yeah, so I'll go in and I'll plug into The Score. Uh, I, you better notify me when somebody scores in one of these games. So, and I got this baby. I'm not doing shit this weekend. We're watching football. I was gonna say I'm not that addicted yet, dude. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm just trying to get a full day of red zone, let alone. See, get notifications for every. They need a they need that. a red zone for for college football. That would help this sport Dude. tremendously if they had a red zone for this shit. It'd uh, be like Octobox all day. All day, <laughs> you would need. <laughs> There's so it, many games. It would require multiple TVs to be able to. We watch have the it. 32 box right now. <laughs> so we have Packers and Titans are on Thursday night. Let's let's look through the NFL real quick before we ride off into the sunset. Titans Packers on Thursday night. The Titans are being given three. The Packers just finally had this win, so you know you want to give it to them. But I don't like to pick the Thursday games because the parlay is ruined before we even get to the weekend. That that yeah, that's sad. That. Ravens uh, Panthers go, go straight to the Monday night game and work backwards because we want Ooh. the Monday night game. Okay, we're in week eleven here. We got a Monday night game. In there's three Monday night games. Is that for real? It looks like there's a whole oh, slate no. of games. When's Monday? Monday is the the. It's not the twenty fourth. Is it the 21st right here? It's the 21st. Yes. It's the Niners 21st. and the Cardinals. So we have the Niners and the Cardinals. They have their week 11s in the wrong place, I think, right? Because this is all week 11, except this part. This part is week 12. So Well, that those are all Thursday games. Oh, okay. So, so Maybe they count in the same week. Maybe. So we have so in Mexico City we have the Cardinals and the Niners. Now, Cardinals are the are the the Niners are the favorites to win that game. And I bet I bet money on the Cardinals with Colt McCoy to beat the Rams, and I'm I'm having a feeling that Colt McCoy, if he has to play again, is beating the Niners, but I could be incredibly wrong on that. It could be Jimmy G. I didn't watch all that Sunday night game, so maybe the 49ers looked outstanding, but they have Christian McCaffrey, so I'm, and they have Debo back, so it makes sense to go Niners. What are your thoughts? I'm I'm kind of thinking not touching that game. I'm, I'm thinking let's go Kansas City money line. Kansas City is going to beat the Chargers on Sunday night football. I like that. Uh, Vikings and Cowboys in Minnesota. Last Ooh, last time the Cowboys went to Minnesota, it was Rush Week, and Cooper Rush led the Cowboys to a tremendous victory. Vikings are coming off like a breakout game, like a statement game. That that victory over the Bills makes them one of the favorites to make it to the Super Bowl, I think. They've lost once. They have the same record as the Eagles. I think they're better than the Eagles. So I want to pick the Vikings. Is that weird? But I think the Cowboys can win too. So it's that's it's a I, tough one. I mean, it, it's an even fucking money line. So I, my gut reaction, I agree with you with the Vikings. Yeah, I think the Vikings. But I feel the same. Like I could totally see the Cowboys fucking. Winning. I don't want to root against the Cowboys. So let's just move on. Um, Bengals Steelers. That's Bengals. Bengals. Yeah, they're coming off a of bye money week. Line. Everyone's going to be rested. And, uh, I think uh, Chase is oh, Chase still out. <laughs> I don't want to touch that game. Two Raiders and Broncos, dude. Raiders are blowing them out for sure. Oh, great. That's a 305 game. Fantastic. So these are my three afternoon games. So at least that Cowboys game's there. <laughs> That'll be good. Um, that Pittsburgh's going to be a good game, too. Ooh, we're going to take Washington here for sure. We are Redskin fans here again. I'm going <laughs> to get my Redskin shit back out. I still have some stuff. So I'm a Redskin fan once again, thanks to our good friends over in, in Vegas. Eagles and Colts. Eagles, big victory. Eagles, they come off that yeah. loss. They're going to have a rebound game against if Chip not, Saturday. Fucking 
crown Jeff Saturday. We do not touch Jets games. I'm done no. playing that game. They beat the Bills <laughs> when they weren't supposed to. They they didn't cover the spread against the Bengals. They didn't cover the spread against the Ravens. So they will continue. Every time we've picked them, we've lost. They will continue to ruin parlays everywhere they go. They could be playing the Bills again. Or they could be playing the Chiefs. They could be playing the Vikings. They they could be playing the 85 Bears. I'm not picking the Jets game. No more of that. I have learned my lesson. Saints and Rams. The, the Rams are, are the dogs. Are we at that point? Don't in the, touch it. Dude, are we at that it. point in the Rams season where we're saying the Super Bowl champs, the defending Super Bowl champs are dogs to Andy Dalton and the Saints? Dude, look at the uh, – Yeah. Sure, but look at the fucking Giants are barely favorites over the Lions at home. I think because the Giants looked really shitty against the Texans. I think that people are kind of starting to see the magic. Yeah, the the Giants majesty. Have been rolling. The dude. majesty of the Giants is kind of wearing off. They're waiting for Daniel Jones to do his best. Daniel Jones. What the Lions are two and seven, but three the, and six. When the Lions just had that big win now over Lock the Bears. says Cooper Cup is on IR. Oh, that's right. Cooper Cup is on IR. Mm. But the whole sa- the Saints are trash. I'm thinking even Olave, dude. <laughs> the Saints are so bad. So are the Rams, don't, though. Don't, that don't, that game's going to be six to three. <laughs> it's be... Just leave it. Don't touch the Lions, Giants. What's next? I'm liking the Giants, but Bills and Browns. Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia. You think so? You don't think the because I that Browns game against the Bengals. Back, I thought I knew the Browns were going to beat the Bengals on Halloween night for sure. Falcons and Bears. The Falcons are favorited. Mm-mm, don't touch that. Don't touch it. See two shitty teams. Now we're we're almost at the Thursday night game again. But Ravens and Panthers. Book it, book it as is. Book it. I'm thinking Ravens. You want to throw the Ravens in there? No, fuck the Ravens. Over over Carolina. Over Baker Mayfield. Okay, put them in. They, they fucking lose. I'm early. taking them off. I don't this like this one's that. on you. You're not on. You're not on board at all. So we got Cincinnati, the Commanders, the Eagles, the Bills, and the Chiefs on a ten dollar wager that wins forty four dollars. Place the bet. Don't even think twice. Hit the button. <laughs> Those are my five teams for this Sunday. I think we and covered that was hashtags and headlines. And that <laughs> was the last episode of hashtags and headlines. I think we we co- just lost our whole budget for the month. We covered them all. It was a great time this evening. I think we went through it all. I mean, we really did. When you break down what happened, we talked about my son being born. We learned about the University of Wisconsin volleyball team. We saw Jeff Saturday lead his Colts to a glorious victory over the Vegas Raiders. We talked about Antonio Brown and his tumultuous relationship with Thomas uh, Thomas Edwards. Brady Jr. And uh, then we put together two parlays, the NCAA and the NFL. It's going to be a fun weekend. I'll make sure I'll get those wagers uh those yeah, wagers posted in the uh, the Discord and the American Football thread. Any parting words before we take off, Geezy? Congratulations, man. Thank you, dude. healthy. I appreciate it. Yeah, because I, I was texting so many people. I, I was funny. I looked at my phone this morning to text you about tonight, and I was like, oh, yeah, I barely even texted you. Like, what happened? <laughs> I was just so in such a – I was getting one-word text back, and I got no text for a week. <laughs> I was just so <laughs> in the zone. I totally, like, forgot. Like, oh, yeah, I should let Zach know what's happening in my life. <laughs> And I like my my son's named after first of all, it's named after Linda's uncle. But even my friend Jason, I barely was even texting him. Like, oh, I was thinking Jason Witten. Yes, I've clearly named after the, <laughs> the Dallas Cowboy. Cowboy great, the the former ESPN color commentator. Great, <laughs> Jason Witten. 
But I think we did it. Let's uh, let's recoup. We'll get some more water. We'll take a piss. I'll be joined by Sonic Gino on the first ever episode of the Wrestling Journalist. I think it's a perfect name. Uh, I've watched some SmackDown. I did not watch Raw yet. I know last time he and I got together, we just watched Hulu Raw and had an amazing time. But I got some I got some questions for him. I'm gonna have him look into the future and have Gino use that Gino brain to be able to let me know where he thinks the wrestling world is going. So let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Zach, thank you so much for your time tonight, my friend. Later, brother. We did it, my friend. Let's the, the, right back, everybody. Don't you move muscles. 